welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another episode of Shelf Aware, the podcast where we are reading books outside of our comfort zones. I'm Anna. And I'm Em. This week on Shelf Aware, we are wrapping up our unit on Nora Roberts, which is a unit that Anna brought to the table yeah. because we've never read Nora Roberts before and we're she scraping intrigued. the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> she intrigued me, okay? <laughs> um, She's so 7,000 books. She's written a million books and not one of them notable. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So this week we read uh, Stars of Fortune, book one of the Guardians trilogy by Nora Roberts. Mm -hmm. And someone else. I think there is a co-author on this one. What? No. I I think so. But I don't think in a ghostwriting situation. I think just like they wrote some of it. Um, Hold on. Guardians trilogy. <laughs> As always, coming prepared for the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one. It's co authored by George An- Anania. I don't know. It's not mentioned anywhere on the copyright page. Fiction writer who died in 2013. So, how is that possible? Because this book came out in. Later what? than that. That can't I be don't right. Know. Also, where are you getting this info? Because the the copyright does not mention this person. It doesn't? It, I could have no. sworn. Okay, hold on. I, this is what it says on Google Books. Like, uh-huh. if you Google Stars of Fortune by Nora Roberts, it has him listed uh-huh. as an author. And I want to say I saw this on Storygraph, too, but let me just check. I noticed this a couple of times when I was. What's his no, name? It doesn't Anania? Anania. Like A N. A-N-I-A. But the only place I see that it's saying that is maybe there are two books, one written He's by a him. Romanian science fiction writer. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. seems unlikely that they teamed up for this, but I Why could does be Google wrong. Say? <laughs> Why does Google say? What is... Um, yeah, Amazon doesn't say. He doesn't have his name on here. Storygraph yeah. didn't have his name associated with it. It's just every time I Googled the book, because I kept forgetting what the book was, uh-huh. I kept seeing his name pop up. This is so suspicious. Is it, is it possible that Google's one of his confused. books, which I'm looking at and are all in Romanian, maybe the title translates to the same oh, thing? Yes, that okay, could hold be. on. It Under his books, it says Stars of Fortune. And then it goes to this one by Nora Roberts. What the <gasps> heck? What? But, but that's like on Google, too. So if Google's confused. Google's real confused about this one, I think. One, I Google's think. Might, might have gotten I'm gonna confused. I'm going to look up let Stars me, of Fortune, George and Anya on Google. Let me look up these, this section translated into English. The Iron Corsair, Reliability Test, An Uncommon Experience, Labada, uh, like yeah, none of that sounds. Constellation of the Waters, Captive in the Heart of the Galaxy, the Snake Statue, Planet of Blue Umbrellas, uh, the Stone Men Farm, the Parallel Enigma, the Gentle Infinity Serpent, and how small can hell be? Hmm. How small and can it his, be? I don't know, but that was written in 1993. Yeah, it must just be same title. So, <laughs> Google was really confusing me. I don't think he co-wrote this. That would have been wild because I was like, what would, because everything in here sounded like Nora. I know we've only read two of her books, but I feel like mm. she has a pretty distinct writing style, which yeah. is like very removed, uh-huh. uh, which was one of my biggest problems with this book specifically. Ooh, this book specifically. This book, 
Um, okay. It, yeah. World building, fantasy world building, not Nora's strong suit. Mm. Not Nora's strong. Like, there are no rules to any of the anythings that she mentioned. No rules, like, just right. The rules, just writing. We've got seers, we've got witches, we've got lichens we've got mermaids we've there's probably going to be vampires we've got this time traveling space shifting man uh and an immortal just because he can't die because he's cursed plus gods gods and goddesses goddesses. yeah Yeah. so it's like there's no and and which gods and goddesses made up all of them made up ones some of them were real but some of them were not so that's fun Mm mm-hmm I mean, I mean, real, like in the sense that they have a mytholo- mythological basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, real in the that way I'm, that we all that God Jesus is real. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I did enjoy that the main villain of this Nereza is the name of one of our friends' uh, tabletop characters. Yeah, I was and like, I hey, was hey, like, hey, Brad. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that maybe like a reference to something? No, then? Brad just really likes Nora Roberts. I guess Brad just really likes Nora Roberts, <laughs> I guess, because I couldn't find, I was like, oh, maybe that's where he got it from, too. Maybe there is a, like, this book. goddess of darkness or something. <laughs> no, I think Brad just loves Nora Roberts. Yeah. I can't believe he didn't He didn't tell us so that we could have yeah. had him on the podcast again. Right. Really rude, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, this book was a lot of spaghetti at a wall. Um, it really was. And not much of it was sticking, I'd say. No, and especially if this is like, um, you know, the ever popular romanticy uh, genre that has mm-hmm, that has popped mm-hmm. up recently. Like, it's this is neither a very compelling romance nor is it a very compelling fantasy. No, and we went into it thinking it would be a romance. It definitely yeah. wasn't. Like, there was romance in it, but it was yeah. incredibly boring and didn't like. It wasn't the plot, right? Because right. in order for it to be a romance, the plot has to be about the romance. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't any question of whether or not they would get together because the main character is a seer, so she knew they'd be together. Which <laughs> so even, like, like, I thought that could be some good romantic tension of, like, do you really love me or do you just love me because you think you're supposed to love me? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that And while they fun. did have that conversation, it was over in, like, one In page. milliseconds. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think another issue, and this is just kind of like her Nora Roberts's romances in general. Mm. I never understand why the main characters are so angry with each other. Mm. They are always having these big blow-ups where, like, to me, reading, and, and this could be me, maybe I'm just, like, disconnected from the issues or whatever, but, like, they'll just be having what I think is a perfectly, like, calm, normal conversation, and then someone will, like, stomp off or, like, punch a wall or, you know, like, force a woman into kissing him. Like, I just, I don't, I never expect them to be as angry as they are, and I'm mm-hmm. so confused as to why they are so angry. Yeah, I I also feel like there is a lot of... uh Stop screaming, Squash. I also feel like he, he's a huge Nora Roberts fan. He hates what we're saying <laughs> Shut about the fuck her. Up, Anna. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I also feel like there is a lot of uh, telling and not showing in these mm. books mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where it's just like, okay, they're in love because they are. And yep. it's like, okay. They felt I don't something. know. And and same thing with like the fantasy of this, like the mm-hmm. fantasy plot line where it was like, okay, they're doing the quest because they need to. And it's like yep. none of them 
had any quest like none of them were like i don't think this is a good or normal idea actually they were just like yep quest time nobody had any sort of thoughts no no they were (laughs) just like well you saw us doing it so we have to do it so guess we're magic which like okay kind of is like you could read this as the main character as a stand-in for the author of like yeah (laughs) but no i don't think it's meant to be (laughs) don't think it's meant to be uh yeah i i had i really took issue with this one because there was no explanation for why any of them were doing this other than them saying well i've been looking for these things forever mm-hmm. um and, and uh it I, was MacGuffinry at its finest where it was like yeah. they just want the thing because it's the thing exactly and we had talked about this uh via text but i to me mm-hmm. um and i liked what you said about it better but i was like to me this reads like a fanfic au where the readers are already supposed to know everything about the characters because you yeah. like watched a whole tv show or read a whole series of books or whatever like you're already supposed to know and that's why she can get away with doing the bare minimum of characterization or world building or whatever because this is this is a world you're already familiar with with people you're already familiar with yeah and i was like i just i feel like i'm missing a prequel novel i don't know <laughs> It felt, or in some ways, it felt like this was the prequel novel where it was like, we just got to get the pieces in place. So, yes, like, yeah. And more interesting we'll stuff can happen. Yeah. But then mm. I was like, but this is a whole novel by itself. Yeah. And this the is thing the first that I, novel in a series, please. And, <laughs> and the thing I compared it to was that this was like a the first session of a TTRPG yes. where everyone is a newbie and really trying to one up each other with their backstory. Yes. Where it's like, we've just started playing and you're already like, well, you might be a mermaid daughter of the sea, but I'm actually a time traveling pirate. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I just need you all to, and only one of those words was like an exaggeration to what happened in this book. <laughs> and uh, one player <laughs> rocked up with a normal character and then two thirds of the way through had to been like, I'm a werewolf. I'm a werewolf. I'm a werewolf, I guess. I couldn't tell you guys because the council said I couldn't. I'm a werewolf. The council said I couldn't tell you. And that's why I didn't tell you I'm a werewolf. And I made no reference to me being a werewolf before this fact. And I'm not a werewolf. I'm a special thing called a lichen. (laughs) You can't call me a werewolf. That's offensive. You can't call me a werewolf. It's rude. And now they're going to lock me in a cage for three months because you know I'm a werewolf. Because you know I'm a lichen, werewolf, lichen. Sorry, yeah, lichen. Yeah, it was, it was, I will go on the record saying this book was not good. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was very much, it felt very scatterbrained. Um, It felt like a famous romance writer who knows that she can get published with whatever and has mm -hmm. wanted to do fantasy and tried to do fantasy, but maybe has only read like one other fantasy book in their whole life Mm -hmm. and is like, I'm doing something cool and unique. And I'm like, babe, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not. And you're doing it poorly. Like I don't a group know. Of people on a quest for some objects to keep them away from an evil person. Mm. And they're all different types of supernatural beings. And yeah. instead of doling that out over several books, we're just gonna dump it all here in the first one. This is Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Except without having any of the other Avengers. Yeah, movies. we didn't want. Yeah, there was. You only. You went to the theater, uh, and you only saw Avengers Endgame, uh, and that's it. That's all you knew about it. And that's it. That was the whole thing. You didn't even have, like, the cultural zeitgeist of knowing what superheroes were. You were born yesterday. You were born yesterday as an adult. Your first movie. Your first movie. Your body (laughs) sluiced out of a cloning machine. (laughs) We put clothes on you and took you to an AMC theater. (laughs) And we said, watch this. Watch this. Don't ask questions. (laughs) That's this book. That would be what it was like to read this book. Uh, It was not her finest work. 
But I mean, also, at the, at the same time, too, like, if I had written seven million books over the course of my life. Yeah, yeah just do whatever, man. I do what, whatever the fuck, you know, right. like, I gotta get those royalties. And people are going to read it because they they like me for me. Um, well. And <laughs> I mean, there there must be Nora stands out there. I don't I know guess. them. I've never met. A Nora Stan. I think but it's they must they're exist. all old biddies offline. Like they don't. I guess. They don't I go guess here. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the, there is they're a world not on that book talk. exists not on book talk. You're right. <laughs> God, what if someone finds like Midnight Bayou and it becomes like the next big book talk book? Mm, watch Can out, Colleen imagine? Hoover. Can you imagine? Midnight Bayou swooping in. <laughs> uh, oh. would be, that would be incredible. Yeah. We'd be ahead of the curve for once. For once. Um, trendsetters. Yes. Speaking of trendsetters, would you recommend anybody read this, thus setting a trend of people reading this? I mean, no. No. no right? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I do think this is one of those books you might come across in a big old bin at Walmart that they're like, mm-hmm. 50 cents, because no one wants these. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't even so wild that i was like i'd be like read it for the crazy twist it was because it was so milquetoast quite boring yeah (laughs) like even if this is a book someone left at the beach house because they Mm -hmm. didn't feel the need to bring it with them but just leave it there under the coffee table yeah don't and you like look at it and it's got a bookmark like 30 percent through because Mm -hmm. that's as far as they got and they were just like i'm gonna go spend my precious just, human life doing something else i'd rather be alone with my thoughts than read this book <laughs> at the beach yeah that was this book so yeah. i don't know if that's your vibe i guess read it. yeah which it's like we can we know Nora roberts can do paranormal we've seen it in midnight bayou yeah. but that was like that secret was paranormal yeah right not, that was like yeah not par- not not they didn't paranormal require world paranormal. building because we all know right. what ghosts are yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we all know what mermaids are, but at the same time, you can't just be like, she's a mermaid. Of mermaid. Yeah. Some are scary. Some are beautiful. Some are 15 years old and in love with legs. So, <laughs> you know, you know, she had strong aerial vibes. This mermaid. Which one are you? Take this BuzzFeed quiz. Um, <laughs> Which, yeah. Pick, pick seven different types of cookie and I'll tell you what kind of mermaid you'd be. Chocolate chip. Uh-huh. Reverse chocolate chip. What is reverse chocolate chip? You know, it's like a chocolate cookie with white chocolate chips. Where it's one big chocolate chip with little bits of cookies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that. Um, Cookie crisp. Um, Okay, what's what's a cookie crisp cookie? Like cookie crisp? No, just cookie crisp. Yeah, like the cereal. Okay. Wild choice. Go ahead. Uh, You didn't say favorite. You're right. I did just say pick seven cookies. Pick seven cookies. Um, I'll tell you what kind of mermaid you are. uh, Lemon. Okay. Um, lemon shortbread. Okay. Okay. Um, lemonades. Uh huh. Lemon flavored Oreos. Yeah, I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> lemon flavored Oreos are very good, though. If we Have had you... to tier rank Oreo mm-hmm. flavors, yeah, I think that would be in my S tier for sure. I feel like I haven't eaten enough of the more recent ones, but I feel like my favorite ones are the ones that are, like, weird. Mm-hmm. Like the Peeps ones, where it tastes like there's little bits of burnt Peep in it. You mm. know? And it's not that it's good. It's I that it's know. new to me. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. 
Yeah. Um, but you got siren because they're a little oh. bit sweet and they're a little bit sour. Uh, oh. And they love chocolate chips. Wow. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, BuzzFeed. Thank you. Hire me, BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of being hired, what yeah. other books have you been employed reading? <laughs> oh, none. Um <laughs> No, I have been I'm in the middle of two books um, mm-hmm. at the moment because one of them is too stressful for me to read for long periods of time. Oh, no. So I needed the second book to balance it out. But that means I haven't finished either. But uh, okay. so the first book I'm reading is The Dead Take the A Train by Cassandra Kaw, which mm-hmm. is a book about a uh, I don't really know how to describe her career, but she's like this woman who goes and takes care of like paranormal and like cosmic horror eldritch entity type beings uh with a kind of magic that is like very gritty and uh she's got a lot of like substance abuse issues uh but she's doing her best she's like she's fun to root for like this whole thing is very like uh like tongue-in-cheek like it's it's kind of humorous and lighthearted, despite the very like it's very gory and stressful to read about at times um and I've really been enjoying that. Shit's going bad for her, but presumably they'll all go well. And I think there may be like a, a sapphic romance, maybe. I'm getting mm-hmm. the vibes, potentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm reading that. And then I'm also reading, to calm down from reading that, reading a book yeah. called A Fellowship of Bakers and Magic by Jay Penner, which is just this cute, like, fantasy romance Great British Bake Off situation. Oh, fun. Uh, and so it's very very easy to get through and doesn't make me worry about you know their livelihoods which is <laughs> very stressful to me um but both very good what have you been reading um i am continuing to work on work on i'm continuing mm-hmm. to read some historical stuff uh so i started excellent. i finished the ones that i talked about last episode and then i started um, a Caribbean heiress in Paris by oh, I love uh, the rhyme. <laughs> I know, right? Very fun by Adriana Herrera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also finished. Finally, we were assigned to read it ages ago, and I definitely do things on time. Yeah. Um, Yellow Face by Arf Kwong. Mm. Uh, and that was very good. I've and... heard excellent things about it. I have not yet read it. <laughs> 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 One of these days. I um, it, I can't see from how it's like small my camera is, but your clothes keep moving in the closet, and I'm, I'm hoping it's because you have a cat in there and not a oh, ghost. There is an onion in there, but I didn't okay. know that there was, so that's great. I've kidnapped onion again. Uh, once uh, again. <laughs> once again. Onion baby, you keep sneaking. Um, But yeah, it was uh, a very accurate critique. Mm-hmm. of literary what's the word i'm looking for industry the literary industry yep mm-hmm. that's the one um and also white feminism so that mm. uh was quite i would say scathing would be good in yeah. a good way um i think i have to be in the I, very correct headspace for that one because it yeah, sounds like I another feel, stressful book <laughs> I feel like for you, as a non-white person, you will probably experience it as being very annoyed with everything that's happening most Mm. of the time, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is, like, the intent, I think. Whereas I was like, yep, she got us there. 
She sure did get us with that one, didn't she, gang? Uh, excellent. Um, yes, I'd say it's accurate. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd recommend it for sure. If you, okay. especially if you um, are a certain type of white liberal, I think it is a good read for you oh. to experience. I'll work my way up there. I want to read Babel first. Mm-hmm. I tried to read Poppy War. Uh, and got too stressed out. I'm really bad at reading. It's just a stressful time. It's just I a stressful just, time for you. And RF Kuang is very good at getting you to that point. And, and I know, yeah. like, if I... And I feel like, from what I've heard of that trilogy, that, like, it doesn't get less stressful mm-hmm. for you or the characters. So I was like, maybe I'll just read Babel. <laughs> come, <laughs> maybe after I read that, I'll come back to her others. Because I really yeah. do feel like I would like her. I, I really loved her writing in The Poppy War. And I, I was really enthralled with what was happening. But, like, man, man, is my brain scared. <laughs> I had to flee back to my safety of romances and cozy mysteries. <laughs> Speaking of romances. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, let's talk about this one if we can um okay okay (laughs) here's the plot as i understand it yeah (laughs) because there was a lot of hopping around so we have a character (laughs) named sasha sasha Sasha. we have a character named sasha she's a famous painter she lives alone by herself in north carolina because she has these visions she's had them her whole life her dad was too scared of her visions to want to continue to be in her life so he dumped her when she was young raised by her mom who's also like really kind of standoffish she doesn't want to get close to anyone because as soon as she tells people she has visions they either want to take advantage of that or are weirded out by her so she's like better just live alone that's this is all this is the best life's gonna get for me i'm gonna paint my little pictures in my little cabin and make a little fortune off of them and it'll be fine she's like a really good artist guys um did but- they say that she had visions at the beginning or was that like because maybe i just missed it when i started reading this book mm-hmm. but it felt like she was getting these dream visions right mm-hmm. and then she goes and meets up with the others and then she's like oh i get visions all the time it's not specifically these dream visions and i was like oh okay then why did you feel the need to act on these i wish i could tell you and not (laughs) any of the other visions because it was it was like very clear as it went on that she has always been psychic right but i don't feel like it was clear in the first bit like it almost seemed like like these dreams were like the one thing she's ever had right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then she got with everybody else she's like no i'm just psychic and it's like i've just always been able to do this but yeah like very like she made a character decision half an hour into the session yeah yeah we've all done it, it. we've all been there she, it wasn't on her character sheet anywhere but. and the dm's like uh uh okay okay you're you you're sure? psychic now you know how this you're, whole thing's gonna go are, are you like multi-classing as a divination wizard what's going on <laughs> we didn't talk about this i thought you were a druid like <laughs> uh but yeah so so for a few months she's been having these specific dreams about a man 
and they do sexual things in her dreams and she falls in love with him and she dreams of him on this island wielding lightning and calling forth a storm on the island of Corfu and she's they've become so overwhelming like she's even having them while she's awake that she's like all right I just I have to fucking go to the island of Corfu am I saying that right Corfu. sure i only Corfu. read it like it's one of those words that, like i've read it so many times but i've never i don't know if i've I personally ever said it aloud it's probably corfu um and uh so she she gets on a plane and she and she flies to there and immediately there uh she sees <laughs> so stupid <laughs> she sees this other woman riley who is also someone that she has dreamt about to the point where she she's sketched out. She's sketched out a whole party of people, six of them all together, three men, three women. There's three books in this romance fantasy trilogy. What do you think is going to happen? But again, it's... Okay, so we have the... <laughs> it's it's, it's so dumb we have the like prologue which is like three goddesses and they're like we're going to give these three Mm. stars to our new queen for 700 years fire star and ice star and earth star water star i think water star maybe i don't know whatever and then oh oh, here comes here comes nereza she's mean and she wants the stars so we have to scatter um so like that's the prologue a little bit like sleeping beauty where it's yes very much so they were yeah. all giving these to a queen and giving her gifts. And Nereza's like, why didn't you invite me to give a gift? And they're like, because you're fucking evil. Because you're like, rude. Oh, yeah? Well, guess what? I'm going to curse well, you I'll now. going to be evil at you. And that's going <laughs> to prove your point. Um, yep. yeah. But then so we have that chapter. And then we have the chapter about her having horny dreams. And then she goes to Corfu. Mm-hmm. And she meets Riley. And she's like, I have had dreams about you. I'm like, is this the she man you've had right dreams about? this woman. Yeah. And she's like, she starts talking about like, oh, I've had dreams about these six people and you're one of them. I'm like, this was not explained in that first chapter where she was talking no, about all these dreams <laughs> that drove her here. Like, we were only told about horny man. So why are we now hearing about all these other people? Like, it would have been so easy to bring up in the first bit. Like, why were you so fixated on horny man? Make the prologue her vision of what happens in the climax of this book. Something. Something. Have two prologues. It's been done before unfortunately have eight prologues have eight prologues one from each character's point of view each prologue more beautiful than the last (laughs) and then i died um (laughs) what what would if someone came up to you you're you're on a vacation solo traveler in a in a foreign Mm -hmm. country and someone comes up to you and and also can i point out they all travel to greece every single one of these people is either american or irish yeah yeah did you notice that yeah yeah well no that's not true one's atlantean or whatever oh yeah (laughs) one is a mermaid i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i like that the one irish guy was also irish but also owned a a club in america in in new york you know um yeah no if someone came up to me while i was on vacation Mm -hmm. in a country and she pulled out her backpack and she's like i've drawn you (laughs) i've been drawing you for months and she starts pulling out all these pictures of you very detailed would you stay and listen i would not oh <laughs> also, how hot imagine, is she i apparently extremely <laughs> no i would not i would not stay and listen woman i would not stay and listen okay what and if i you also secretly a werewolf <laughs> oh maybe mm-hmm. maybe but what if i was a lichen though what if you oh well that changes everything <laughs> <laughs> i uh, like i feel like I would just assume it was like a boardwalk artist 
who's like, I've painted you. Come buy the yeah. picture now, right? Like, and I'd be like, no, thanks, and wouldn't even stay for the, like, mm-hmm. six other pictures that she pulls out. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't be like, if she was like, I will, because what happens here, she's like, I'll buy you a drink, and I'll have proof. I'm going to leave for five minutes and come back with proof. And she goes and gets the pictures that she's drawn and comes back, and it's like, look at all these pictures. I, I would be like. I would have gotten up. and left. I would have left in those yeah. five minutes, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not how magic works. No. They all are drawn to each other for whatever reason. Uh, so they're having this conversation and and Riley is kind of she she's secretly a werewolf, which they don't find out until later in the book. But she is kind of this. She is a uh, she's got a, a couple of doctorates in like archaeology and anthropology. So she's like an Indiana Jones figure. She can fight. She can do knifing stuff. She's really good at scuba diving. I don't, she's just like tough girl, right? Where Sasha's like, I'm only good at art. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so they're having this conversation uh, and they're like, well, we need to work together. Uh, I'm looking for these things called the stars of fortune. Uh, and Sasha's like, oh, I drew about that and shows her a drawing and they're all like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then hot man from her dream walks up and he's like, hello, ladies. I feel compelled to speak with you, but I don't know why. And Sasha's like, oh my God, the man from my dream. You're dreams. also in these pictures. You're also in these pictures. And also I have had sex with you in the future, but I've felt it as if it were happening in real life and I'm in love with you. That's supposed to be like the sexual tension of this, of this, but it's very, brief, I guess the window in which they're not yeah. together. Right. And mm-hmm. it's nothing. It's so boring. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very bland. Um, he also immediately believes this story, but also he has a secret too, um, which <laughs> his secret is that he is a witch, a sorcerer, a magician. Uh, which he, he is up front with. He says, I'm a magician, but they take it to mean like David Blaine. Stage, and he's yeah. like, that's fine. Believe that. Uh, what it really means is that he can do fucking anything because there are no rules to no the magic system right. in this book. As long as you can make a rhyme and say, so mode it be at the end, you can do a magic. <laughs> there was like so a minute. Like, is this Harry Potter fan fiction? Like, <laughs> there, was, like, there was like a minute where it seemed like maybe there was like some drawing aspect of it, like mm-hmm. visualization or something, but yeah. not really. Not really, though. No. Um, he just does it, whatever the fuck he wants. He just wants. does whatever whenever. As long uh, as it rhymes. I don't, I don't know why he needed the rest of this posse to do the rest of this like it's Sasha's the glue she brought them all together I think it's implied that there is some sort of um like magic you know as so often is the case because everything is video games that he has x Mm. amount of mana and if he runs low he can't do magic anymore like there's Mm. there's kind Mm -hmm. of like the implication that there's some sort of uh stopgap to however much magic he can do but it never Mm -hmm. seems to like really affect anything like it, it no doesn't really he never come gets up. tired they have a big battle and he's like let me do 700 magics after the battle to heal everyone fix up this house that we're staying in and also make more magic items for everybody like he, he and then and then when he does finally call the storm at the end to fight away Nereza, which that's why the storm is there uh sasha gives him more power because of her love which is like why did it, i guess i guess he has a a limit how much power he can do because she has to give him more power so like there there are some rules but it's never made clear what they are and really what's happening here is Mm -hmm. that um this is a 
guy who has come to the D&D table and said, hey, is it okay if I just port my character over from another campaign? He's a level 20 coffee lock. Um, <laughs> coffee lock. <laughs> He'll be uh, he'll be having infinite spell slots. Don't even worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's that's essentially uh, what yeah. Bran is. He's exactly, just he's yeah. the DM's friend who uh, he let him bring his level twenty character over from another he's campaign and playing with, all with these the, level yeah, ones yeah, with these level ones. <laughs> uh, Which in, in a most fantasy series, I think, would mean that he's not long for this world, a la Gandalf or any other, mm-hmm. you know, powerful, powerful magic user that we have to take out of the fight so that it seems like there's some stakes. But don't worry, that will not happen here. <laughs> At least not in this book, um, but probably because it's a romance ever. It will never happen. Um... So they, they're like, they're all staying at the same hotel and it's such a weird coincidence. They all have rooms next to each other, but they're like, Hey, I think we need to get like, we need privacy to talk about these magic things because we don't want anyone to overhear and possibly like come after us or whatever, which that never, that never like, is a thing. comes up. So maybe in another book and later, know. even they comment on it. They're like, we've had all these big fights and no one has ever like said anything or like called the cops or anything. And they're like, I think <laughs> I, and Sasha's like, I think we're outside of reality. So I don't, I don't fucking okay. know. Sure. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, so they, they get this, they get this villa, I guess, um, a beachside property because Riley knows someone who knows someone uh, and they just have to be the caretakers of this house. And, and it's like such a coincidence, like, oh, the person who was taking care of the home just suddenly got sick and had to leave. And we just don't have anyone to take care of the place right now while we're out of the country. So can you please do us this favor? Yes, we'd love to have you stay with us. Just like feed the dog and and, and the, take care of the chickens and that'll be enough I payment. Fully you thought- can stay for free. I fully thought that they had killed the owner of this house, and that was going to be the twist. That would be amazing. like that. So, that one of them had like that Riley had like killed the owners. You know, I think uh. it. I think it's like it's probably just like some lichen property that they probably. have open, and she just made up that whole story. I don't know. I don't, but she's she's always got a connection. She always knows somebody. So then the next person they pick up, I think, is Sawyer, who is the a man with a compass. Uh, his compass allows him. To if he knows the exact coordinates of any place, he can he can teleport right there. Boom, and then they're like, "Hey, could you go, can you go back in time?" And he's like, "Yeah, I could, but it's really dangerous to go back in time because, you know, first of all, you have to dress like you're from the time period, and secondly, like you could you could teleport yourself to the middle of a road and get run over by a wagon, and then you'd be dead, and that'd be sad, wouldn't it? Um, so there's rules to this. I promise. I promise. There's rules. There's not. There's not. The only rule is he can't go back and save a dead person. Which I think he just hasn't tried hard enough. Yeah, truly, truly. He's like, well, they would still end up dead. Well, yeah, like everyone dies eventually, Sawyer. Like, yeah, you're (laughs) right. They would eventually die. (laughs) Just not right uh, then. What? Like, I I feel like Sawyer, like, because it's, you know, blah, 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 backstories, whatever, hits his Mm -hmm. grandfather's fucking stupid compass. It's been passed down for generations. Passed down from the time that one of his ancestors fucked a mermaid or whatever Mm -hmm. um and he's like well you know like you can't go back and save someone after that i feel like he like tried to save someone who was dying of like cancer or something as like a kid and didn't realize like it's it's not that the time travel doesn't work it's that they still have cancer right like you didn't fix (laughs) the cancer (laughs) (laughs) it's like if someone gets shot and then you time travel back and keep them from being shot he's like well they'll still die like 
yeah of natural yeah. causes 80 years later maybe <laughs> there has to be some rule to this because there has turns, to be some rule turns out it's an all-powerful compass um he also Seriously, he also any, can use any it. of these any of these boys should be able to do this by themselves. These absolutely. girls are completely extraneous. Absolutely. Except except because of their love, the men are stronger. It's their fuck mm. power. Yeah. It's the, it's the power of their vaginas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The most powerful love of the all. The most powerful love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and speaking of, like, just because that line reminded, of course, Sasha is a virgin because she oh, yes. has, she has never been able to get close enough to a man to have sex. And, and so when it does come to the sex scene and, and, and Bran is about to have sex, he's like, are you sure this is the most precious gift you could give me? And I was like, Bleh. there is also a line in here, I think, from Bran about, like, of course it won't hurt like sex never hurts if two people are in love and i'm like well that's that's actually inaccurate like people have conditions (laughs) you could have just said my magic will make it so you don't hurt because i can heal people immediately i'll get you some magic advil like chill baby like you could you could could magic her hymen back together man it's fine she's virgin again i hate that over and over there's no limits to these magics. You don't know. <laughs> it's so upsetting. It is really about. upsetting. It is. Um, <laughs> uh, so they have Sawyer. Also, the compass, like, if he puts the compass on a map, it glows when there is somewhere that he should go to. So he's just been his whole life rubbing the compass on a map and going to the coordinates where it lights up and just, like, finding something out about the stars of fortune because... That's the that's the, the thing with having the compass is you have to use it to look for the stars of fortune. Why? Mm. Mm. No one knows. No one. They're the stars. And if if they go out, um, then Nereza becomes all powerful, I guess. I don't I don't, I don't know. Stakes. It's very bad if she gets them. And why? Don't know. But if they also- collect them and then give them to the queen, the queen, who we don't who? know who that is. Was that 700 uh, years ago? Is that now? Is Unclear. That now? She can use it to unleash the powers of the stars over all the worlds. And that's a good thing. I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, I do just want to, <laughs> again, say that the three moon goddesses were named Celeste or Celine. Was it Celeste or Celine? I think it was Celine. Celine. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're named Selena or Celine, which is like, that's the roman moon yeah, goddess Celine. sure mm-hmm. and, and then arion rude which is the uh, kind of a celtic one mm-hmm. and then yeah luna and luna i'm like love good did you just give up on that one like yeah, what happened like, and then uh, moon the moon one the moon moon come here moon moon, come here, moon like moon. <laughs> and, oh, god just everything about mythology was so infuriating in this way there was this and i sorry i'm nitpicking so just much borrowed but, like, from everything there was this line where they were like Oh, we realized it had to be Corfu because um, someone, like, we heard a myth and it was about Poseidon's something, like, the the nymph that he loved or something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it said Poseidon, we knew it had to be in Greece. And I'm like, no. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Like, you do understand that, like, cultures had myths about things that happen outside of 
Nope. Outside of no, okay. He's, he's like, god of the ocean, but you know it's just the he, ones because it's Poseidon and not Neptune. We knew it had to be Greece and not Italy. I'm like, yeah, except for no, we are like, going to go to Italy in book two. So yes, really. <laughs> but it's like if if I, if someone came up to me and was like, oh yes, there's an ancient myth about Neptune's kid or whatever, I would be like, okay, so like what island is named after that kid, regardless of if it's in Italy or Greece, because obviously, like you didn't. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Poseidon or Neptune because it's like the myth is the like they can have myths outside. It's so fucking stupid. I just why did you bother? Why did you bother trying to like put like real like don't make actual mythological references and then like combine it with nonsense things like Luna and Nereza. Like just do and also like like you just gave up after the two like you were like Greek mythology, Celtic mythology. Because that's it. That's all the white ones. Yeah. Like. Bro, yeah. and the then fuck? Luna. You couldn't find a single other moon goddess in any pantheon. What? Absolutely not. No, it's <laughs> all of them. All of them have a moon goddess. <laughs> <laughs> she could have even done like Artemis. Yeah. So dumb. Stupid. Um. <laughs> then we have Annika, who's a mermaid. Uh, they don't know that for a long time, even though she's really good at swimming and, uh, has a whole pirate's chest okay. full of strange okay. coins Hold from around on. the world. Hold on, Anne. She's really good at swimming. You can't say, you can't say they don't know that even though as if, as yeah. if someone came up to you and was like, I'm good at swimming and I have a lot of strange coins. You would yeah. immediately be we like, We all know Michael mermaid. Phelps has a tail. He's a merman. <laughs> I will say, especially he absolutely at the point, is a merman. Especially at the point where they find out where not everyone has laid their paranormal cards on the table. Yeah. I don't think it's ridiculous that they didn't immediately jump to I'll mermaid. I'll forgive Sasha for not jumping to mermaid, even That's though she true. Has the werewolf should have figured it out. The werewolf should have known, though. <laughs> the witch, maybe. The man who has a history, a family history of mermaids, <laughs> should have known. Yeah, he really he really was missing the forest for the trees on that one. <laughs> she pulls up this this like box of of coins from like just centuries and centuries past and like pieces of eight and you know like all these like seafaring uh uh civilizations coins and like where'd you find these? She goes, "Oh, you just, you know, on the ground Around. I just love collecting shiny things." Um <laughs> she's a mermaid she they try to teach her how to shoot a gun at one point and she's like no i can't do this guns are evil which you know yeah and then she was like they instead gave her wonder woman uh bracelets for her to fight with <sighs> can we but talk like, about also- the fandom references in this fucking book so many they quoted they quoted the fucking buffy line twice the slayer is born a generation they did that joke twice and they patted themselves on the back for it twice, twice? i believe yeah yeah we got walking dead references uh we got star wars star wars tons of star wars um, and I think there was another comic book one. I can't remember what it was. Cause he was like, I'm going to buy you girls lots of comic books once we find the fire star. I don't know. <laughs> the only reference I wanted was a warrior's cat one. But alas, but alas, no one made that connection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just us, just us. Um, and that's Annika. Annika's a mermaid and she's precious. Uh, she's one of those like, Oh, she's so bor- innocent. She- yeah. She's a born sexy yesterday type. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is 
you know and uh, like she speaks english but doesn't like have an understanding of how english works so she says funny things like i apology instead of i'm sorry <laughs> I also, if you're listening to this and going, mm-hmm. you guys aren't telling us the plot at all. You're just listing the characters. No, that this is, the, is plot. the plot. That is the plot. It's <laughs> all of the characters all. show up and we find out what paranormal thing they are. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets mad and or excited about the paranormal thing they are. And yeah. then we have a big fight. That's yep. pretty much it. Like- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, we could get into the nitty gritty of it, but I breeze through it in my reading of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really could. They okay, so they get five of them. I'll give you guys this. They get five of them, and then they go to a cave. Uh, and inside the cave are these weird bats because because they're like, oh well, you know the 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 fire star has been hidden for so long, but it must be in the first cave we go to. Uh, <laughs> they go to this cave, and inside of it is Nereza, and she fights them, and they almost die. But then Doyle shows up. Here comes Doyle, the sixth man. He's a swordman. He's got swords and a motorcycle and some crossbows. Um, but the crossbows, it seems he only brought because Sasha needed one. Because um, it turns out she's really good at crossbows because she's out. psychic. I guess. She saw herself using a crossbow in her visions. And so that means because of her vision of yeah. her using a crossbow in the past, present, whatever, she knows how to use the crossbow perfectly. <laughs> Because she what is see that? herself is it, do it. What is that Oprah thing? Like the wish? What is it? The the like the thing where you just put it out into the universe? And the secret. To, the yeah, secret. The she, secret. Sasha is the secret, right? Yes. She yeah. just she knows she it. knows it will be, and so it will be. Absolutely. <laughs> the, her manifesting powers are on point. None of this was preordained. Sasha just really wanted to do this stuff. Yeah. She didn't even tell the difference between a real dream and a vision dream. So who even fucking knows? She's like, oh, I had wings and flew the other night and all my teeth fell out. So better and get like, some dentures. And sometimes she'll have dreams and it will be like uh, like symbolism, right? Like, oh, yeah. I saw I saw uh, Doyle. He was this guy, the, the sixth guy. He's riding on a dragon. Riding and a it's dragon. like the dragon is a motorcycle. Okay, cool. But then, like, no, like, her, her boyfriend, they literally do fuck, and he literally does have lightning come out of his hands. Like, th- that wasn't a metaphor. That was actually <laughs> what, what it was. Like, you know? So it's just like, how does it work? How does it work, baby? And also, like, sometimes she does sleepwalking and will say mm-hmm. things about, like, mm-hmm. Nereza being there or whatever. And it's never clear. It's never clear mm-hmm. what the threat is. Like, because I kept thinking, like, Riley was Nereza or something. Because yeah. Riley was too cool compared to everyone else. She was too and she, too strong. Didn't need to be strong. there with these nerds. But no, it's fine. Riley's just a, a werewolf. She's, she's um, secretly a werewolf. <laughs> secret werewolf. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So and Doyle's secret because they all have secrets. And and this is a big thing for Sasha is she yells at everyone to give up their secrets because they can't become a team until they reveal all their secrets, even though it turns out that two of them are under oath to never reveal their secrets. Mm -hmm. And one of them just doesn't feel like it. (laughs) It's fine, Doyle. It's fine. Um but this is the huge thing for Sasha and until everyone reveals all their secrets and just blindly trust these people they met 24 hours ago they will not be a team that can beat Nereza unfortunately she is proven correct uh, because once Doyle he his secret is finally revealed he's immortal he he cannot die he's Deadpool Doyle is Deadpool he cannot die so again he could probably 1v1 Nereza mm-hmm. just because yeah. 
Because what would she do? What's to him? she gonna do? What is she gonna do? She can't cancel the curse. He was he he got cursed in sixteen forty three. Homie's just been alone in the world since then. Just hanging, just, just hanging being out. A, 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 a never dying Highlander, or whatever the fuck. He's sworn um, an oath to kill Nereza, and he hasn't been able to do it. And he's been walking this world immortal since sixteen forty three. Maybe he can't do it by himself because he's bad. <laughs> That's true. That's Maybe true. he's bad. But you can't tell me Mr. Time Travel and oh, yeah. Mr. Endless Powers couldn't fucking do this shit For without sure. the mermaid. Like, what's the mermaid doing? <laughs> she flips. She does flip. What is the mermaid bringing to the party? Besides, I'm sure that she, she will make out with one of the guys at an opportune Sawyer, moment in order probably. to get them to win. She teaches Sasha how to do a handstand, and that is feminism. Because the whole point of the whole point of Sasha's journey in this book is to embrace who she is and let go of all of these trappings of what a normal life as a normal woman would be. Just be a psychic, man. Be powerful. Learn to punch, and don't be so dainty and afraid all the time, silly woman. Um, and uh, Annika teaches her how to handstand. <laughs> that goes so, a long way to her development. God. So the five of them, or the, sorry, there's six of them now. They, uh, Nereza sends like this, this practice group of, of bats or fucking gargoyles. I don't know. She sends them after them and they fight them off and they win. But it's like chaotic. It's a chaotic win. They weren't really working together. They weren't really a unit. Um, Sasha gets mad because Bran didn't reveal that he was a wizard witch sorcerer immediately she gets pissed at him and then he gets mad at her constantly because she is afraid of her visions like to the point of like not just like hey stop man you need you really need to learn to love yourself like not no he's like fuming like has to leave the room because he will rip her head off if she does not learn to accept her visions i'm like why are you so fucking mad she's lived 29 years not knowing what these things are she's known you for a day and the fact that she doesn't she hasn't figured out how to embrace her whole ass life in 24 hours you're like i should stab you I should stab you for 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 betraying yourself, your true self, like this. Like but Anna, the Brand. sooner she embraces her visions, the sooner she can embrace that dick. Oh my God, it's so true. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Because they don't. They can't be in love until she decides that she that she's gonna pursue this life of being psychic. Except not really, because they like hook up halfway through, and then she yeah. continues to bullshit with this. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> So that's their conflict. And then she gets mad because Riley was secretly a werewolf who was under oath um, and now is potentially going to be punished by the Council of Werewolves. And, but also and not. She's like, it's fine. I sent the, the documentation um, to asking reveal for permission to, to reveal myself like three days ago. So since I turned it in, it'll be fine. Even if they didn't approve yeah. it, like it's fine. And I'm like, five seconds ago, you were like, it's impossible to get approval. And now you're like, it's fine as long as it was time stamped. Like, what yeah. the fuck? dude <laughs> she's like the the str- the the weakest punishment will be locking me up for three months in solitary it's terrible to be chained up as a were it's tr- terrible to be chained up by for anybody for three months not riley not riley's riley. into it as long as she's not a werewolf as long as she's not a werewolf during <laughs> so sasha's all pissed she's like i can't believe you didn't tell us what she's like what's the council gonna do we'll tell them not to put you in a cage and she's like okay you could try she's like well we're we're gonna have the stars of fortune what the fuck are they gonna say to us huh huh 
still not clear what these fucking stars even do. We don't even know. Are they actual stars? Are they just glowing orbs? Are they are they people? I, I think they're it, actual stars because there's the one point where they say like, oh, there's three stars that like she drew how did the, the night moon sky. get the stars? They're nowhere near stars. She drew the night sky. <laughs> and there were three stars in it. And she's like, those three stars aren't real. Like, Riley's like, those three stars aren't really there because they're the stars of fortune and they were taken out of the sky and uh... now are on the earth. And uh, does that mean all stars have elemental powers? Or is it just these Maybe. three specific stars? But, like, like they really why doesn't Nereza out... simply go get more stars? <laughs> like, this is the helium star. <laughs> this is the... <laughs> This is the pepperoni pizza star. Like, there's so many stars, they this really is, have to stretch. This is the element of surprise. Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never saw it coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they reveal all their secrets to each other, and they train. They have two days where they train really hard, and suddenly Sasha is perfect at defending herself from attacks because she feels she's the weak spot. She's like, I have no, I don't have any weapons. I can't shoot a gun. I'm not a mermaid. I'm just a girl who can see the future. I need to, <laughs> I need to learn how to fight. So they teach her how to fight for two days, and then she's perfect at it. Wonderful. And then, and then. Because she saw it happening. Because I'm she sure. saw it happening. <laughs> She's like, I, I saw in my future, I knew how to punch, so I can't punch. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> And then she has a dream where she's drowning. Like she, in this vision, she, something is pulling her underwater and calling to her. And she, without any diving equipment, because they've been going scuba diving. The, Sasha's never scuba dived before in her life, but they still strap her in and push her in the water. And they're like, look, you're doing it. Um, feels unsafe. <laughs> but so she has this dream where she, she's swimming underwater uh, she doesn't have any of her scuba diving equipment and she feels like she's drowning and then Bran wakes her up and he's like, oh, it was just a dream. Don't worry about it, girl. I'm sure it had nothing to do. Like full, knowing full well how often this woman dreams of the future, he was like, sometimes dreams are just dreams. And she's like, if you say so, Bran, the wizard man. And then two pages later, she's drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have foreseen this? It was if only so they had a seer. immediate. <laughs> That was everything in it this book. So Nothing mean. was left to simmer. It was there was no foreshadowing whatsoever. It was like this is happening and it's happening now, and you need to get on board with it. Oh my god, she's drowning because <laughs> she jumped. She jumped in the water from the boat because something was calling to her underwater. Turns out it was the fire star. But she, she, the mermaid, the mermaid reveals herself by jumping in the water after her and saving her. I think they go to an underwater cave. At this point, I was really confused because I was like, why does Sawyer, if they're on the boat, why does Sawyer, I don't know. I got lost in the sauce here. I think what happens is they all jump in after her and swim to an underwater cave where there is air Mm -hmm. underwater. And yeah, it's like, it's like one of those caves that's like, you know, you come up. Okay. You have to swim down to get into it, and then you, like, come up. I'll buy this, yes. Like, in, in every um, adventure movie, I feel like, has a cave mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the um, um, place beyond the... Oh, I was going to make another Warriors reference, but I don't remember what that place is called. Mm. The sundown place. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, like yeah, that. That cave. Yeah, that cave. <laughs> the cave where Bramble Star almost beefed it. Um, they they go to there and 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 Sasha lives and she's like I found it I found yeah 
I found the fire star. Here it is. We got it. Uh, it was in our hearts all along. (laughs) They scuba dive down there after her. The rest of the gang do. And they're like, wow, look, a mermaid. Um, there, there is a moment where they think Sasha will die, but Bran gives her a CPR and it's fine. And, and they're like, why are you not mad about her being a mermaid, Sasha? You were mad about everybody else. And she's like, I don't know. I just can't bring myself to care anymore. I, I don't. Guess. She's like, I found the fire star, so I can't be mad. So it's fine. And she's so pretty. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. It's because Annika, she's like, oh, well, Annika was under oath. So, and Riley's in the back <laughs> going like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, cause she was under oath not to tell anybody. Um, and, and now then, that she has revealed herself, she has three months yes, to get to, to get finish her quest. Because that's like uh, all of these people are like from lines or societies where they're like, we got to find these stars. And so we send people out to go hunt them down every few generations or whatever. And like none of them have done it so far. Right. And that's mm-hmm. I guess maybe it's like cause, which is why it's like I'm unclear. It's got to have been that they did the thing 700 years ago. Right. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it wouldn't. They couldn't have been doing this for generations. Yeah, like, the things wouldn't have lasted. Like, that compass would not have lasted that long. Right. And also probably would have been made out of wood or something. (laughs) Well, and I mean, like, like if they just, if the stars just did whatever, we wouldn't have all these myths or whatever, right? Yeah. So it must have happened a while ago. Mm -hmm. But not that long ago. Not that long ago. And I don't know, maybe it'll be explained in one of the other books that I certainly won't be reading, but, like... It just seems kind of arbitrary that now these six people are the ones to find it since like people have been trying to find it for hundreds of years or whatever. And it's like, what makes these guys so special? Oh, it's that she's a werewolf. Oh, but there's other werewolves. Oh, it's that she's a mermaid, but there's other mermaids. Mm -hmm, Oh, it's mm -hmm. that he's immortal. Well, I mean, there aren't other immortals, but he's been wandering around for a fucking long time. So like, (laughs) why is it just going on? (laughs) So I guess it's like the six of them together, but there's like nothing in the, you know, it's, it's like, who is Sasha to have dreams? Right. And it's not like in the original, like the prequel thing, they were the, the goddesses were like, when six become one then the stars shall you know like there's mm-hmm. nothing like that there wasn't mm-hmm. like a prophecy about six people which like She's prophecies like, we're are pretty gonna hide the stars until the queen right. gets them <laughs> the queen <laughs> we just really Sasha, want... i swear to god i i ugh, i hope not um but probably probably is <sighs> they get the fire it's star Nereza. Nereza's it's raises the, the queen that's the, that's the twist um they get the fire star. Nereza sends some minions after them to try and get it, but they they are able to fight. And uh, because the six became one, they're able to fight her off. And they and Sawyer teleports all of them and their boat back to the to the villa where they've been staying. And he's like, "Wow, I didn't think that would work. I guess there are no rules to how many people I can teleport at one time." Okay. I would I would think like at least like okay who's wearing the compass you know like whoever's wearing the compass can be teleported so clearly there's a limitation there but no he takes all of them and the boat did he have to think about it like he doesn't say anything about like oh I'm so exhausted now from this power I just expended using the the compass I'm I'm yeah. out for this fight you know or or like or, or they could have very easily been like um yeah no my my grandfather and like because like generations have had this compass right yeah Mm -hmm. um so it could have been you would think they would have tested it right yeah so he could have said he could he could have said because he says the thing about like oh i took my brother back in time to see a baseball game at one point like Mm -hmm. wild but whatever um does he jackie robinson play so (laughs) he could have present to him (laughs) 
he could have said like oh i can only take one or two people at a time and then they have this scene and he goes something about like the full moon is making my powers surge or like you know something about the six of us all together my has made us more powerful mermaid has made me horny yeah more yeah we're more powerful together than we are apart right but it's like mm-hmm. no i guess i just never had the intellectual curiosity to test and see how this thing fucking worked and it turns out i can just do whatever the fuck i want it with it and there's no repercussions whatsoever like what bro <laughs> so dumb just go up to Nereza, time travel back to the stone age and leave her to get eaten by a dinosaur there easy you go. done 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 <laughs> Does she even need to be, like, does he even have to go with her? If he can transport a group of people to a villa, like, can he do it specifically enough where he can just transport one person somewhere, type in Nereza's name on your compass, do the coordinates and time, and just pop her back to... I mean, probably. And I feel like even mm-hmm. if he couldn't, he could just do it and then come back immediately. Because there's yeah. no rules about that either. That's it's not true. like it's only one way or anything like that. It's yeah. do whatever it the fuck you want with it. he can do whatever he wants. There's no rules. No rules Like, I don't... I don't think they ever, he ever says, like, if he's time traveled to the future, and maybe that's, like, the hard rule is, like, you can't go further forward than what you already did. But if you travel back in time to see Jackie Robinson, then obviously he had to travel forward in time to get back to his present time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, he could easily dump her there and just dip and back. And just pop on back. <laughs> and then I guess, I guess you would have now, see, now the D&D brain is working where it would be, okay, now you have to fight. Nereza, who's been alive for an additional several thousand oh, years God. fighting dinosaurs. Send her to the future more powerful. after they've already found the stars of fortune. Yeah. And then that's too bad for her. She missed out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> or send them all back in time where they can peacefully look for the stars of fortune without knowing. Yeah, you've got as much time as you need. Yeah. yeah. Or with, without the three month thing about the mermaid yeah. being like, I've only got three months. Like, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. What if that's what they do? If Sawyer and Annika are in love and he's like, but I want more time with you. And she's like, Lynn, let's make it. And then they just that go would back be good. in time. That'd that would be, be nice good. And ending. I feel like Nora Roberts won't do that. <laughs> it would probably be something like, well, we decided you can just keep your legs for reasons. The council said it's cool, I guess. <laughs> we see you sent in a form to keep your legs forever. <laughs> you um, did the proper paperwork. <laughs> so they teleport back to the villa and Nereza does one more attack to get this fire star back because she wants to be she believes that having all three of these stars I think will make her young and beautiful forever because what does a woman fear more than anything than aging and so she wants all the stars so she can be young and youthful forever they do a big fight Bran's like it's time for me to summon the storm and Sasha's like I'll go with you and he's like no it's too dangerous and she goes I'll go with you I had the vision and he's like got me there so they go up there he summons the storm uh it's not strong enough but then Sasha's like feel my love my dear and opens herself up question mark what that whatever that means and gives him more magic and he's able to make Nereza a little bit older and she gets angry and disappears and they won the fire star they're going to Cap- Cap- the uh, capri in italy and but first Cap- capri 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 son but first <laughs> we have to figure out what the fuck's up with doyle because we've left it to this moment to figure oh, yeah. it out which absolutely grinds the end of this book to a halt yes as we <laughs> As we have done the big fight thing and should be moving on to the next book, but instead we're going to be like, oh no, Doyle's dead. Doyle's Just dead. kidding. He's immortal. One of the, yeah. One of the minions has come back for one last attack. He pushes Riley out of the way and she goes, no, I won't have anyone die for me. But then he dies and they're like, Sawyer, go back in time. And Sawyer's like, I can't. Brand, yeah. do magic. Don't want to. 
don't want to <laughs> they all look at him and then he coughs he does that thing where he just coughs and everyone's like oh my god he's alive and he's like yeah i can't die here's a big long explanation dump about it and my tragic past next book now so glad we waited to the end of this book for no reason to do <laughs> this so disorderly so i just paced yeah anyway that was anyway. this book that was it that was that was all that happened in 315 pages of stars of fortune the guardians trilogy book one by nora roberts will we be continuing with nora roberts in the future for our personal reading no no i've got my fill i i know what her thing is her thing is doing weird changes in pov at weird times Mm -hmm. uh her thing is men being angry Mm-hmm. and domineering uh and overpowering women she likes that dynamic not my fave but she likes it and uh also like this very this she has a like a, this distance between herself and her characters like the 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 narrative and her characters i feel like we just don't get deep enough inside their minds um, yeah so that's that's what i've gathered and you know what she's built a decades-long career uh so kudos to her Yeah, not for me, <laughs> not for me either. Not for me. I, I but I'm think glad we the, got the chance to figure that the out. Hi- the highs of Midnight Bayou simply mm-hmm. were not replicated in any of the I other know, books. That's so disappointing to start out like really optimistic and just yeah. And oof. even Midnight Bayou, I was like, I still wouldn't recommend this book to people. So yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not yeah. my. And maybe that's where she was hitting her stride. You know, like people aren't good writers immediately. And after writing six trillion books, probably are scraping the bottom of the barrel a little bit. And that's, you know, I'm glad she's still getting published and getting paid. That's good for her. But maybe the the early aughts were where she hit her stride. Peak Nora. But I simply will never know. I won't know. Probably done. If you're a Nora stan, you could let us know. So speaking of being probably done. (laughs) (laughs) What a segue. (laughs) That's good, right? Um, Okay, so gang, here's Let's get real. Let's get real real. Yeah, Yeah. come Um, on, scoot on in. We have an announcement that might make you sad. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's okay. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to Um, be sad about stuff. Yeah, we are. We have made the executive decision to end the podcast. uh, Mm -hmm. Not today. We still this got is a few not the last go. episode, um, but okay. we wanted to give everyone a heads up so it didn't come as a shock in a, about a month and a half. Um, mm-hmm. So we are happy with what we've done over the last five years, but we've mm-hmm. been doing this for five years and we're running out of things to say about books yes. that are outside of what we would normally read. Yeah, we've done it. We've we've read so many things that we <laughs> haven't liked. And some so, that we have. And some that we have. That's true. We've but mainly ones we haven't. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, so we have six episodes left. Uh, we will be wrapping up the Warrior Cats mm-hmm. uh, arc that we're currently on, which is Dawn of the Clans. And the next one in that series will be next week. And mm-hmm. then on the alternating weeks, we are going to do something that Anna has said she will not do. I know. But due to the, it's just a the funny ending, way to round things out here, because so much of this podcast has inadvertently been about Twilight, every it's couple so years weird. it, it's it so weird weasels its way back happening. in. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be doing our last unit on everything in Twilight that's not Twilight. So everything we will in be Twilight reading. beyond Twilight. I'm gonna finally so we, figure out what happens. 
<laughs> so we will be reading uh, New Moon. We will be reading Eclipse, and we will be reading Breaking Dawn. I'm never um, reading Twilight again. I've read too many versions of Twilight <laughs> to read that book again. We're not reading it. <laughs> so if you uh, want to uh, come on by for the sunsetting of this podcast, uh, mm-hmm. it should be a good time. We're going to be, like I said, reading the next Dawn of the Clans book next week. And then it'll be uh, New Moon after that. And then it's uh, Dawn of the Clans uh, Eclipse and then Dawn of the Clans and uh, Breaking Dawn. And that'll be it for us. Mm-hmm. So thank you for, for joining us on this journey of hate reading and attempting to, to, to enjoy books and exploring our tastes and being shelf aware. Um, we very much appreciate your support throughout the years. And uh, thank you, as always, for like your suggestions, your book suggestions. They really helped us out on some of these units that we just didn't know what to reach for. Uh, and also introduced us to brand new genres. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, and I'm sure we'll do a do another final sign off on our last episode because yes. it's not we're not we're not quite done yet. We've still but, got um, some in us. Yeah, just didn't want to have it come as a shock in uh, six episodes when we yes. were like, "Hey, later, losers." <laughs> <laughs> oh, but in the meantime, if you have any. If you have your own opinions on Nora Roberts, or if you want to uh, share your excitement about me finally discovering what what's the deal with Twilight, you can email us, shelfawarecast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. Go ahead, follow and subscribe to us on one of them if you'd like. Uh, you'll get a few episodes in your feed six of them (laughs) (laughs) if you use spotify or apple podcasts we'd very much appreciate a five-star review but if you don't that's all right because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like in the words of nora roberts my family keeps our bloodline to ourselves not out of shame but caution you admitting to like Uh, incest incest? or (laughs) (laughs) not a good look brand I'm recording. All right, I'm recording. All right. <laughs> this is this is how we end. <laughs> Welcome to Shelfware. Welcome to Chaos. <laughs> I'm Anna, and I'm Em. I'm also your sleep paralysis demon. We have to delete this recording. I just know it's going in the stinger. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>